Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A man who held up a bank in Lebanon last week walked out of jail scot-free. The judge dropped the charges against him. Huh, I wonder why. The man, Bassam El-Sheikh Hussein, uh, took six people hostage in a federal bank bank branch in Beirut. Say that ten times. Bank branch in Beirut. By brandishing a rifle and threatening to pour gasoline on himself. What was his demand? Well, he was in a bank. He wanted money, of course. Duh. But he didn't want everyone's money. He just wanted money from his own savings to pay for his father's medical bills. Huh. I wonder if that could happen here in the United States of America. I don't know. After the bank agreed, they said, okay, okay, we'll give you, sure you have $200,000. Sure, you've got that amount in your savings account. We'll give you $35,000 of your money. Okay? (laughs) Okay, well, it took six hours. And a crowd gathered outside of the bank and they were supporting the bank robber. Because uh, apparently uh, withdrawing money in Lebanon from a bank is uh, not a big thing anymore. Why? Well, a couple years ago, uh, the country's currency lost 90% of its value. So banks froze customers' foreign currency assets and restricted how much they could take out each month to as little as 2 hundred dollars nearly eight in ten people in lebanon now live in poverty wow so they couldn't find anyone that would say that this guy did anything wrong and they said hey desperate people do desperate things we are all like him even the soldiers and the riot police liked him so the judge just dropped the charges and told them yeah get out of here you're fine wow uh, incredible, because that happened in Lebanon. Could it happen in your country? I think you know the answer. Welcome, welcome to Chewing the Fat. Speaking of your country, if your country is the United States of America, uh, the Kids for Cash scandal in Pennsylvania had two uh, Pennsylvania judges uh, who had sent children to for-profit jails in exchange for eh, $2.8 million in kickbacks. Oh, that's it though? Yeah. Well, they're former Pennsylvania judges. I mean, they're not judges anymore. Duh. (laughs) Uh, They've been, you know, they're serving prison time. One of them have been released uh, to home confinement. He served 11 years of his 17-year sentence. And uh, the other judge is still serving uh, his 28-year prison sentence. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, 
in this uh, in this case, uh, they have now been ordered to pay two hundred and six million dollars in damages to hundreds of victims. Wow. So uh, it was the Kids for Cash scandal, and it's considered, I guess, to be one of the worst judicial scandals in U.S. history, if you say so. A U.S. district judge yesterday awarded the damages to about 300 people who filed a 2009 civil lawsuit, 2009 civil lawsuit against the former judges. The pair shut down a county-run juvenile center and sent children as young as eight-year-olds uh, to to two profit jails to to four profit jails between 2003 and 2008. Many of the children were first time offenders for minor infractions, petty theft, jaywalking, skipping school. About 4,000 juvenile convictions were thrown out after the scheme was uncovered. Now, how are these people going to get the money? Uh, there's that is uh, according to the story unclear <laughs> which means there's not a chance there's just uh, congratulations you won yes uh, you guys can uh, divvy up the uh, 206 million dollars in damages after attorney's fees and uh wait, wait, i don't know how you're going to get any money from these judges because they've been in prison and have nothing left so good luck god bless i would say uh perhaps we uh, take a look at uh, getting the money from the state of pennsylvania that's just me. Uh, that is just me. But I'm sure that that may actually, uh, that might actually happen. Or for sure the counties uh, that, uh, you know, the prisons were in or the counties that the judges were uh, overseeing. Uh, we'll see. I mean, there's got to be a way to get some kind of money for these people and not leave them, uh, you know, holding their own bag. But we'll see. I mean, maybe you give the kids, I don't know, a free subscription to a meditation app and let them, you know, just relax. It'll be okay. Sure, you're not going to get, uh, you're not going to get a few hundred thousand or a million dollars, but just meditate. And you'll be fine. So apparently, uh, these meditation apps uh, like Calm and Headspace are facing uh, usage declines. Uh, from their pandemic peaks. I know, it's sad. I almost put this in Who Died Today, but I didn't. Uh, because uh, they'll still get their money. Because remember uh, a couple of years ago, how the House of Representatives, our representatives in the United States of America House of Representatives, uh, inked a deal with Calm for its staff Oh, that's good. That's what well, that's what I want. That's why I want the staff members of the House of Representatives to be able to just log into their meditation app and relax. I and I want to pay for it for them. I don't want them to have to pay for it. <laughs> uh, someone could make the case that no matter what they pay for, uh, I'm paying for it. But that's silly to even think like that. So apparently. Uh, people aren't doing breathing exercises uh, narrated, narrated by Nick Offerman right now. User sessions of Calm are down 26.4% since last July and 60% for its primary rival, Headspace. Wow. Yeah, because uh, Headspace didn't ink the deal with uh, Congress. So Calm is still okay through there. Wow. Meditation apps are seeing a 30% decline in usage over the past 90 days. So, 
All right. I mean, they're laying people off, and that's sad. I don't want anybody to lose their jobs, and that's, that's, that's not good. That's not a good outcome of these companies that are having to downsize because people aren't using their services. That is actually sad. But uh, Calm uh, said that it laid off 20% of its employees. And they said that, eh, you know, which people just aren't using, uh, just aren't using our stuff. And, uh, I mean, we got sales growth, so we should be fine. But yeah, you, uh, you 90 people or so. Yeah. You're gone. Have a nice day. Wow. All right. You say so. Anyway, it's kind of sad for meditation apps. I, I feel like I need to have a meditation app now that I'm talking about it. Because <laughs> so many people say you're supposed to meditate and you're supposed to, you know, meditate. <laughs> I'm okay with the quiet time. I get that. And maybe that is meditation in its own special way. But I feel like I need to have, you know, I need some help. I need some help with some meditation. Is that the one? Which is the, who's, what's the meditation app with uh, Jay Shetty? You know, the think like a monk guy. I love Jay. He's got uh, a genius. He's got guided meditations designed to center your mind, body, and soul. And there's other top meditation apps aside from Calm and Headspace. There's Simple Habit and 10% Happier. And then don't forget about uh, the big uh, Transcendental Meditation. That I mean, Seinfeld swears by it. I think Howard Stern swears by it, and so do many other people. And so, uh, you know, there are other ways to get your meditation on. You don't necessarily need calm or headspace. <laughs> I mean, if you if look, if you're big in, in meditation, you know, email me jointhefatoftheblaze.com. I want to know how it helps. I really want to know about transcendental meditation because I've watched some interviews with Jerry Seinfeld and it's fascinating to me. And I, I just, you know, I, I care so much about it that you have to spend a bunch of money to learn how to do it. And I don't necessarily want to do that. And I know the regular meditation, like, you know, Jay Shetty's genius or, you know, calm or a uh, headspace, you know, that's, you can, you know, do that to yourself, you know, close your eyes, look at the, you know, center dots and go ahead and hum a little sound. And you're, you know, putting yourself in the right mind space and try to let yourself go. And just don't think about anything. And if you do start thinking about something, then stop and bring yourself back to nothingness and go again and continue to do that. And in the beginning, if you fall asleep, that's fine. But you need to reach that space where there's nothing there so you can develop yourself and reach the space where there's nothing there. Now, many of you would say, well, Jeff, you've already reached that space. That wouldn't be funny. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I need something cold to drink. Desperately. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, so I mentioned yesterday uh, on uh, Chewing the Fat on Pat Gray Unleashed, my Wednesday Chewing the Fat segment, about the new Snoop Dogg Snoop Loops cereal, uh, his brand from Brodus Foods. And is it Broadus or Brodus? B-R-O-A-D-U-S Foods. 
And I didn't realize that he already had other breakfast items. He's got, uh, you know, the oatmeal and pancake mix and syrup through Mama Snoop's line. I want to taste it. <laughs> I don't have a designated release date for the Snoop Loops yet, but it'll be the best tasting cereal in the game, according to Master P. Who doesn't believe what Master P is telling you on Instagram. Uh, and he, Snoop Dogg also sells, of course, wine and weed. Duh. But uh, I didn't realize that he had his, uh, the Mama Snoop line. I really do want to try the try the Mama Snoop line's pancake and oatmeal products. And syrup. You know, as long as we're, as long as we're trying stuff out, let's get to it. I see where the Girl Scouts are coming out with a new cookie. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, apparently it's Raspberry Rally that's going to join the nationwide lineup of Girl Scout cookies when uh, they start selling again. Uh, so, good luck. Uh, God bless. I mean, the Thin Mints are still the winning cookie from the Girl Scout Scouts. Uh, Caramel Delights, yeah, I'm with you. I'll tear them up. I'm good to go. But, uh, you know, if, if I had to choose, if you say, hey, you get one box, which one? Between the caramel and the thin mints. I think you gotta go with the thin mints. And I love caramel. And the caramel delights are good. But I feel like you get more for your money with the thin mints. I could be wrong. They probably it's the same weight, Jeff. It's the same amount. No, but it just feels different. Uh, the other thing is about the uh, raspberry rallies is that it's only gonna be available online. So you're not gonna be able to, I think. They say it's only going to be available online to enhance, you know, the e-commerce sales and entrepreneurial skills, um, I think. But if, you know, every place I go, like the, the Girl Scouts rarely come to the front door hawking cookies anymore. It does happen uh, from time to time. You get a, a Girl Scout banging on the door, <laughs> yammering about selling their cookies. But uh, most of the time in my area, they hang out at grocery stores, in front of grocery stores. And they've got their table set up and they're hawking you on the way in and out. And, you know, they've got them out there. So maybe a smart Girl Scout, one with entrepreneurial skills, would go ahead and order some raspberry rallies online and have them delivered to the house and then sell them at the grocery stores or door-to-door when you're out hawking the cookies. So you've got the full array. So you don't have to people, if you want more of the raspberry rallies, of course you have to go online. But right now I can get you this box for this price. I mean, I'm just trying to help you out, Girl Scouts. And the scouts uh, are selling back to selling their popcorn and stuff. I'd see where my uh, daughter, who is involved in scouts, along with my wife, and my oldest son is an Eagle Scout who doesn't have to do this anymore, but uh, he's part of the uh, OA. Uh, but they, the scouts are, you know, hawking their popcorn for fundraisers and stuff. And my daughter is uh, selling popcorn. So if you just follow me on, uh, you can purchase or not purchase. It's all up to you. Okay? It's all good stuff. And it's all delicious. So, you know, if you can help, help. If you can't, I appreciate you looking. But if you follow me on uh, my social media accounts, at uh, JeffyJFR on Twitter, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook and Instagram, I'll post a uh, link to my daughter's popcorn sales for Scouts. And uh, have at it. Have at it to your heart's content and help her uh, raise a little bit of money for her, uh, for her scouting group. 
Okay, uh, Couples in Trouble. That could be a new segment. Couples in Trouble. I see where uh, Metallica's frontman, James Hetfield, uh, reportedly filed for divorce. Wow. I mean, he's been married for 25 years. And he has credited his wife with getting him through all kinds of tough stuff. Helping him mature. Helping him be... uh, you know, this, uh, this hard, high-strung character. I call it a character. He doesn't call it. I'm sure he doesn't call it a character. But he's been on the spotlight forever. I mean, he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He just moved. I remember the Joe Rogan uh, podcast he was on. He talked about moving from Northern California to Vail, Colorado. I guess it's a big difference <laughs> uh, for James. But, uh, okay, if you say so. <laughs> he claims that... Uh, he was sick of being judged and uh, the negative reaction from locals in Northern California who uh, didn't look kindly upon his bl- political views and lifestyle choices. Huh. He said he got sick of the Bay Area. The attitudes of the people there. Really? Yeah, they talk about how diverse they are and things like that. It's fine if you're diverse like them. Yeah, welcome to the party, James. But showing up with a deer on the bumper doesn't fly in Marion County. Yeah, no kidding. So anyway, very sad. Uh, they've been married for 25 years. He, yeah, he said uh, she helped me mature. Uh, he's been supposedly uh, sober since, I think, 2002. But I feel like there's been stories about James possibly falling off the wagon. And it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the guy's been touring around the world with Metallica. I mean, that's a tough, tough business. And, uh, you know, you <laughs> tough. And then moved to Vail, Colorado. Maybe she didn't want to move to Vail. She's had enough. <laughs> I don't want to live up here in freaking Vail, Colorado. I want to move back to Northern California. Okay. We had friends there, James. And you dragged me up here into the mountains. So maybe that's what the divorce is about. I mean, he's got three kids. Imagine me and the kids of James Hetfeld, man, from Metallica. Wow. Amazing life. Anyway, uh, sad. Sad news is what that is. Yeah, couples in the news. Sad news. And I see where uh, Brad and Angelina, Brangelina, are back in the news. Uh, they, there's, they've been fighting for a while now. And Angelina now uh, has sued the FBI after an investigation against Brad was closed. So they haven't released any of the FBI documents yet. They were some that have been, you know, leaked to several news outlets. Uh But apparently, you know, they talk about Brad on a flight back from France to the U.S. I think that's where the flight was coming from. Isn't that where they have their place in France? Yeah, I think that's where they were flying from. Anyway, they were on this, you know, they were flying. It wasn't like they were flying Delta. (laughs) And uh, they were on a private flight coming back. And uh, Brad said, uh, your kid looks like freaking Columbine kid. (laughs) You're ruining the family. (laughs) He wasn't happy with the way way how the kids were dressing. Oh, okay. Now, allegedly... He took Angelina to the back of the plane, grabbed her shoulders, shook her while yelling at her, saying, you're effing up the family. All right. He said, you know, and Brad talked about uh, these were, you know, serious drinking days for him. So 
I don't know. Uh, she claims he was in a drunken rage, turned into a verbal and physical fight. And so, yeah, they were coming from France to LAX. This was in 2016. A long time ago. I mean, they do not, they're not happy with one another. That's what's happening. Very sad. So, uh, you know, Angelina wants all the documents released under, you know, the anonymous Jane Doe with her Freedom of Information Act request. Uh, you know, the case had been closed. I mean, L.A. County Department of Children and Family Services concluded uh, that Pitt had previously admitted to problems with alcohol, did not physically abuse any of his children, and Pitt was also cleared by the FBI of any wrongdoing. Does that uh, mean anything in today's world, being cleared by the FBI? I, you know, sure. Okay. Absolutely it does. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, good luck. Sorry that they're struggling and... Man, I can hope for the best, right? Right. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, a few headlines, uh, stories that uh, you probably need to know to get you through the get you through the day. I see where we have another story of uh, no age limit on love. So a 48-year-old is married to a 29-year-old. And the big thing about this story is that, hey, I remember you. I knew you when you were first born as a little baby. <laughs> so the guy's a bartender. The girl walks into the bar and he says, hey... I'd like to buy you a drink. And she says, okay. And now there's love and a baby on the way. That's the way it usually happens. And uh, they realize that, uh, oh, I remember you now after I met your mom. (laughs) It didn't say that uh, he had a little business uh, with the mom. It just said that he lived in the neighborhood and knew Uh, the mom and the dad and, you know, the baby when Evie was born. So there's none of that going on. Although, I mean, go ahead and write your own story around that if you'd like. That's fine. And I see where one couple is, uh, you know, the couple that gets arrested together stays together. That's what I was told. Uh, Apparently, this couple was uh, taking care of a little business at Cedar Point on the Ferris wheel. So the other day we talked about uh, the uh, fat walk of shame at Cedar Point. And now we find out that uh, people were taking care of a little business on the Ferris wheel. So that's a tough deal. I mean, that's <laughs> a tight squeeze. But they were, you know, it was happening. Now they originally said, no, <laughs> we weren't. Sorry, we weren't, what are you, out of your mind? We weren't having sex. But witnesses uh, included two juveniles, which, I mean, that's what gets you in trouble. You can quote me on that. Uh, the two initially denied it, saying, no, 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 are you kidding me? Uh, I had shorts on and uh, under my dress. I dropped my cigarette pack. I was trying to get them. One thing led to another. And the witnesses said, yeah, the cart was shaking. And I saw the man and the woman both expose themselves on the ride. 
And then later on, the couple was like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we were, we were taking care of a little Ferris wheel business at Cedar Point. <laughs> so they're charged with a misdemeanor of the first degree. I don't know what that means. I guess that means that you can't have business on a Ferris wheel at the theme park. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> they were arrested and transported to the Erie County Police Department. I mean, they didn't even just let them go without a warning. I mean, no, no. They're going before the judge with a misdemeanor of the first degree. And I am surprised that Cedar Point doesn't have their own little jail and courts. That's got to that's gotta happen, I would say. Congratulations to LeBron James uh, signing a new contract, a two-year deal. $97 million contract extension with the Los Angeles Lakers, making him the highest earning player in NBA history. And he's such a, I'm happy for him. I'm so, he's a good guy to be happy for, isn't he? <laughs> I don't really like him at all. Another guy that you kind of want to don't be, you, you kind of want to be the person that you don't, I am not happy with, uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, it's said now that he doesn't have to pay back his $5 million advance for the COVID memoir that was full of lies and BS uh, because the judge said, yeah, you can't read. There's, they're broke. They broke no due, due process rules. So he doesn't have to get that money back. Wait, what? Yeah, he's fine. He can keep the money. Oh, okay. And I saw the same thing. Uh, Cuomo was uh, backing up Trump on the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago. Like, we can't do that. This is breaking all kinds of protocol. Yeah, he doesn't want the FBI breaking into his home. Uh, to be honest, I don't either. So I'm kind of standing with both of them on this. But he's one of those people that you just don't want to be on the same side as. Uh, congratulations to Solange Knowles for being the first black woman to compose uh, the original score for the New York City Ballet, which premieres in October. I guess that's a big deal. Good. I mean, congratulations. It doesn't, to me, I, I would say uh, fantastic. I, I don't know why that's a big deal, but it is. Um, I, I didn't know that the New York City Ballet was this you know, big racist performing ballet i would guess that if you could do the job you could be a part of it but apparently it's a it's a big deal we know now according to the los angeles county medical examiner that ann haysha's death was ruled an accident okay uh if you say so no problem if you say that ann haysha's death was an accident then by gosh ann haysha's death was an accident speaking of Anne Hange's, Anne Hange's death. And, uh, I mean, it was a road death, right? So road deaths in the U.S. Well, it was a road in, into a house death. Uh, road deaths in the U.S. climbed 7% in the first quarter of 2022 over last year. It's the seventh straight quarter that traffic fatalities have increased. So be careful out there. Uh, keep your head on a swivel. Always uh, watch out for the other guy. Okay, uh, always when you're out there on the road, watch out for the other guy. You're just seconds away from something bad happening. And yet we trust all those other people on the road. So just be careful out there. Speaking of road deaths, I see where uh, they have uh, just ranked the 10 to most bike friendly cities in the world. 
according to the 2022 Global Bicycle Bicycle Index. I know that they have the uh, guide to the Global Bicycle Cities Index, which, man, I study that. Woof, man. Uh, I love bicyclists and everything that they present. And I'm happy that they're out there riding around blocking traffic. They're not blocking traffic. They're sharing the road. They're sharing the road. And I, I for one, am all for that. Now, I will say that the top 10 cities are not in the United States of America. The U.S., in fact, on the Global Bicycle Cities Index, doesn't even show up till like 39th. And that's San Francisco. And then Portland shows up at 41st. I didn't go down any farther because I don't really care. But uh, the uh, Utrecht, Netherlands, is number one city. Munster, Germany, number two. Antwerp, Belgium. Copenhagen, Denmark. Amsterdam, Netherlands. Malmo, Sweden. Hangzhou, China, is number seventh. Bern, Switzerland. Bremen, Germany. And Hanover, Germany are the top ten most bike-friendly cities in the world. Now, I am all for every single bicyclist. In America, going to one of those cities so that you can partake in the in those bike friendly cities that would be that would be great. But I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love bicyclists on the road more than you uh, more than you will ever ever know. I've told you the story before. No, I won't. I won't tell you the bicycle story again. Just know that I made a joke on the air, said it was a joke, and still had to, still had to make good on it. I still had to apologize, which I did. Which I, that was before my belief of never bending the knee. Uh, that's what turned me. I think that's one of the things that turned me into never bending the knee. And then I then I was told by the bicyclist people, Jeff, we knew it was that it was a joke, but still, it's a serious matter, and you have to you can't be making jokes like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it was a joke, so a joke. You know, I can't be making jokes like that. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever you say, you're fine. I mean, I was talking about. I was driving a pickup truck at the time. All right, I'll tell you the story. I was driving a pickup truck at the time. And I'm driving to the radio station that I was working at, uh, the Mothership, 970 WFLA. And I'm going down, if you know, uh, you know, Tampa Bay. I was living in Pinellas County, so I was traveling across Tampa Bay into Tampa to go to the radio station. And I was driving on a road called Gandhi Boulevard, and it's the Gandhi Bridge that goes across Tampa Bay. It's one of the bridges that goes across Tampa Bay from Tampa to St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg to Tampa. And uh, there were bicyclists on the road driving. And this is a main road. And, uh, you know, along the waterway, this one stretch, there's a, it's a kind of a fishing beach dirt area. And so I realized it's tough to ride your bike. So they're riding their bikes on the pavement. And I just felt like I wanted to just a quick ding from my rearview mirror. All right. So again, it was just a joke. I would never do it. All right. It was just me talking out loud. It's what I do. 
And they got mad. And I had newspaper stories all over the country talking about another clear channel radio host taking a cry bicyclist. And apparently my man, who I didn't know at the time, Doc Thompson, was doing the same thing. And so we all got in trouble, uh, you know, to be a clear channel radio host, uh, you know, going against bicyclists. So I apologized. And I had the bicycle people, I don't know, the kings and queens or whoever they were, uh, come on the show and talk about it. And, you know, that's when the guy said, uh, Jeff, we know it was a joke, but we got this is serious business. This is serious. We can't be joking around about that. Wait, it was a joke. Anyway, so no one likes bicyclists more than me. Okay. I appreciate you. I love you out there. And I'm happy, happy to share the road with you. And I, I don't talk to me about riding on the sidewalks and having, uh, you know, the curbs, uh, down so that people can roll over the curb so it's not the big bop curves. When I was a little kid riding bikes everywhere, there weren't the uh, there weren't the there weren't the curbs. I mean, every every corner had a curb, so you had to kind of pop yourself on and over the curbs while you're riding your bike. Not anymore. But apparently, that's not. Those are for people that are walking and for people who are handicapped in wheelchairs and uh, you know motor scooters and stuff like that motor seats because they're not you know bicycles are supposed to be able to be on the road and share share the road so great i'm happy happy to do that Okay, we have breaking news as at the time of this recording, as I'm recording Chewing the Fat today, uh, the Deshaun Watson case for the NFL just came down. Um, Apparently, uh, Deshaun has reached a settlement with the NFL to serve an 11-game suspension. So it's not going to be for the whole season, which you know I I thought it would be for the entire season. Uh, And pay a $5 million fine. To, uh, to some charity. Pff, big deal. I think he still has one pending case on his uh, on all the people. I think he settled with all the with every uh, massage therapist except for one left on that deal. So uh, you know originally they were giving him six games and uh, so he, they appealed and now uh, he can return in week 13. So he's going to face his, his former team, Houston Texans, in Week 13, if he you know plays on that Week 13, which I'm sure he will. So I'm really surprised that it's not a full season. I thought for sure that uh, Goodell would make sure that you know we, we can work out a deal, Deshaun, but you're gone for this whole season. And that was the deal that the Browns did with him. They His money is guaranteed $800 billion contract was that this first year was to only be like a million bucks or something because they figured he would be suspended for the season. So it would be, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't cost him any money. You know, it would cost, it would cost him very little money for the season because he could miss the games and it would only be worth, you know, a million bucks and the rest of it over the next few years out of the big money. I think it was like 230 or 280 million, right? was the contract. Holy cow. There's a lot of money and a lot of money guaranteed. So, but the first year, the way it was worked out was it was only to get a million. And so he has to pay a $5 million fine, whatever. And he's probably, you know, I don't know how much he's paying for these other settlements on the, uh, for the massage therapist. 
So, you know, that's the deal, I guess. Congratulations, Desan. Only 11 games and $5 bucks to charity. That's a pretty good deal. All right. I got a couple of uh, couple emails. Uh, well, one was uh, just a message on Cameo that I thought was really nice, and I appreciated it. You can obviously book me for a cameo at Jeffy JFR, but this came from uh, so many angels and it said, Jeffy, I don't want a cameo at this time. Uh, why not? Uh, I just wanted to say that I enjoy listening to CTF and uh, with the guys in the morning, which would be Pat Gray Unleashed with Pat and Keith. And uh, your laugh is infectious and makes me smile. Thank you, Matt Myers, uh, founder of so many angels. And so uh, I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate it. You can go to so many org. It's pretty cool. They provide... Uh, they take photos of children with cancer and transform them into whatever or whoever they want, uh, whoever they want to be when they grow up. So they have editors that uh, work and get these pictures and they have examples on the website, so many angels.org. So if you can help them out, uh, do so. Uh, if you can't, you know, that's fine. I understand completely, but I'm just wanted to give them a shout out and say, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, so many angels.org. Good news for deaf people or people hard of hearing, I should say. I apologize. Uh, people who are hard of hearing. The Food and Drug Administration finalized a rule yesterday allowing hearing aids to be sold over the counter to those 18 years and older with mild to moderate hearing loss. So you can pick up your hearing aid uh, at the counter. <laughs> An estimated 37.5 million Americans older than 18 have some level of hearing loss. I am one of those, man. And that just comes from wearing headphones forever. Uh, I, just, I, I told you the story before. I remember coming into a radio station behind, uh, behind the afternoon guy, Scott Robbins. Not the Scott Robbins that's doing the one talk show with Marquee Van Camp and Pork and Beans or whatever the show is with Scott Robbins. Um, he, uh, and, and I like those guys, they're fine. But uh, he, Scott Robbins, was the guy in Tampa Bay. He was the big the guy. And anyway, I used to follow him and, and come in and his headphones would just be shaking on the counter. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe that you're listening to stuff that loud. I'm that guy now. That's what happens. You put those headphones on, you just get stuff cranked in your head for years and uh, you need it louder and louder and louder. So apparently hearing aids can cost a thousand to four thousand dollar per ear and are not typically covered by Medicare or insurance. So the over-the-counter aids are expected to be available at a fraction of the cost. Uh-huh. Now the moves comes five years after Congress passed legislation ordering the FDA to craft regulations. And it's always good when the government gets involved. So it'll, everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. So apparently the new regulations are going to look similar to the eye care industry. And who doesn't love the eye care industry? <laughs> That's worked out great, huh? So hearing aids available in uh, retail and drugstores. And uh, it's also expected to increase competition in the industry. Uh, currently, the four largest manufacturers hold 84% of the market. So maybe we get into the hearing aid business. Maybe you start hawking hearing aids at the flea market. And, uh, you know, the rule goes into effect in October. Maybe you work out a deal where you're hawking hearing aids for people. If you have, uh, I'm sorry, if you have some level of hearing loss. 
mild to moderate hearing loss. You know, you can, you know, it'll help you out. You can use a hearing aid. It'd be great. It'd be great. Good luck. I hope that works out great for everyone. You know, I lay, I talk a joke about it all the time, but my left ear is almost, I mean, it's darn near gone. I can still hear, uh, when I listen right out of my left ear, I hear, and so everything's got to be, you know, in the right ear, right? Huh? Uh, and uh, so, I mean, if I lay on my right ear, all right, so if I have, if I'm laying down, with my right ear covered, uh, or you know, I hold my hand over the right ear or whatever, uh, and you want to try to talk to me, I hear the. <laughs> so it's a good way for me to fall asleep. Uh, people can talk to me all they want, and I got nothing for you. I'm going to sleep. Okay, that's just the way it is. So good news, good news. You'll be able to get uh, over-the-counter hearing aids starting very very soon and then i got a joke sent to me chewing the fat at the blaze.com you can always uh, contact me uh, through social media or email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com uh email from jk this is a thinking man's joke from jk all right uh jeffy i still listen every day uh thank you i didn't doubt that and uh, today you reminded me of another old joke. Okay, well, thank you, I guess. Uh, you know, you're welcome. So he had to, JK, I don't know if it's a he, sorry. Uh, the person uh, who goes by JK, I don't know what they're identifying as, uh, had to go ahead and type out the joke to me, and I'm going to share it with you, okay? A factory had about 100 employees, and one day the CEO called a meeting. All employees had to attend. He told them that the rumors going around were true. The factory is going full automation and no employees will be needed. Before the uproar started, he said that there will be no layoffs. Okay, wages and benefits will continue. And all we ask is that all employees come in every Wednesday to pick up their paycheck. And from the back of the room, a voice said, Every Wednesday! Every Wednesday! Get it? Every Wednesday! (laughs) No one is ever happy. Right? Right. Every Wednesday. You can go ahead and use that. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.